Welcome to the Real Estate Fight Club, a podcast for agents where you'll witness a battle of opinions about topics affecting your real estate business. There are many ways for agents to achieve success. The secret is to find which approach will work for you. Now, always in your corner, here are your hosts, Jen Mertland and Monica Weekly. Welcome to another episode of Real Estate Fight Club. What's up, Jen Mertland? (laughs) That was a good, you're a good announcer voice today. You've been practicing. After 115 episodes, I'm getting pretty good at it. You're so good at it. Yeah. What are you doing today? What am I doing today? You know, causing a ruckus. Probably. I believe it. it. Do you buy any investment properties lately? No, I'm actually done. Oh, I mean, I'm at my until you're not (laughs) right. Exactly. Exactly. Oh my gosh. I've got a closing day. You know, love closing days. It's my favorite day. Closing day. Well, I don't even want to talk to you about roundtable closings. Uh, don't don't we know how you feel about them maybe you should move to a state that doesn't do them okay i will actually i think cleveland doesn't do them actually most places don't do them cincinnati's like one of the only places that does you know why behind the times no because we're the friendliest city on earth oh god i'm throwing up i need to take a break (laughs) you know i'm with actually with you on this even though you know you'd think i wouldn't be but i am because if i have to sit and listen to one more seller tell everybody about the neighbors and the mailman and the this and the uh, how this lock works and i don't i I don't don't. care i don't care leave a video you know (laughs) exactly we'll figure it Uh, out just like you figured it out that's right that's right yeah let it be part of your you know process adventure yeah exactly all right guys thanks for joining us for another episode of real estate fight club we love that you tune in every week we love that you share we love that you subscribe we just love you guys we do no we have a couple of um listeners that have told me they are they are on a track to be here every single episode yes now since there's a few of them they are now competing so whoever finishes first wins gets a t-shirt and a hat or something or one or the other i don't know we're gonna have to make them it's a mouse pad (laughs) mouse pad a microphone yeah that's a good idea or boxing gloves with our faces on them maybe Uh, all right nah (laughs) all right guys today jen and i are gonna duke it out over this question how should you fire a client and should you fire a client? So should you, should you, is there a reason to fire clients? And if so, how do you do it? Why don't you go first? I will go first. I will go first. Get it. And I know you and I think are going to agree on hell to the yes, you need to fire clients. Oh yeah. We probably need to fire them way more than we do. <laughs> so the answer to that is short and sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Do yeah. it. You got to have standards in your business. And that includes the way you let clients treat you. That includes uh, the way they show up, the way they conduct themselves, you know, legally or ethically or whatever, all the reasons uh, Mm -hmm. for you to have standards in your business. And if you don't, then I think you need to look in the mirror and say, what am I really prioritizing? Is it money or my reputation? But it's not even really money because usually like the ones that you shouldn't be working with, it's not worth the money. That's right. That's right. You got to look at the bigger picture. Or they never close. 
how much mind space are they taking? How much time are they taking? I bet you're making like a nickel an hour working uh, with these guys. So, yeah. 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 Now the big question is how do you fire them? How do you fire them? So, um, what's their ass? Just kidding. <laughs> wait, all right. You go first. Tell me how you'd fire me. Let's role play. I would never fire you. I think you're awesome. Oh, well, let's pretend I'm a jackass client. I mean, I probably, if you're, I don't even mind jackasses. Like if you're a jerk, like I don't, that doesn't bother me, but like mm -hmm. say that, well, let's say I accidentally took a buyer. Oh God. Oh, by accident, you fell into a buyer. Well, sometimes I get excited, you know, and I'm like, oh yeah. And then like, or like oh. do the consultation and it's like, okay, I think this all will be fine. But then it's yeah. like not fine. Right. Yeah. So then what I've done in the past is just been like, Monica, we are like, I'm so frustrated because we've been looking at houses and we haven't found anything. So what I'm going to do is I have a partner and they are like the best agent in Anderson. And I know that they will help us. Will you, I'm going to have her call you. Will you take her call? Oh, so you just, you're transferring out so that you get a referral fee. Yes. Yes. That's, that sound is really good, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> talking to the mic <laughs> okay interesting you know so a couple reasons why i will fire a client one of course ethically if there's anything there i will run from that so fast and everybody should and so what do you do you're like in the you're like in the midst of the transaction yeah so um your decision to do that is one that i don't agree with i don't find it ethically appropriate and i um, well, I don't tolerate that in my business, so I'm going to have to step away. We're going to have to end this relationship because I don't want any part of that. But you're like, I mean, your contract. Yeah, I'm going to find somebody else. I'll, you know, roll you up to my broker or somebody like I'm out. Yeah. Luckily, I've never actually had to do that. Have you ethically? Like I have had an ethical conversation with somebody, but it's been more like, yeah, we're not doing that. Yeah, exactly. We can like, influence like, no, 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 you're not. No. That's yeah, not and I don't mind. Beautiful. Like, yeah, and it was yeah. like, and it was like a seller, and it had to do with inspection repairs or whatever. And I was like, we're not yeah. doing that. And then if they see it, kept pushing, I'd be like, well, I mean, you're on your own. We're out. Yeah, I think the answer is, look, you hired me to keep you safe and protected, and if you do that, you are doing something very unethical, and you could be subject to some real issues. And I don't want to. I don't want that for you, and I won't yeah. have it for me. So, right. Yeah. Right. For me, the, the only times I've ever fired an agent, which I have over the years, probably two an or agent. three. I mean, I'm sorry, a client. <laughs> agent. Sometimes I'd like to fire an agent. You're fired from the other side of this deal. <laughs> oh, that was awesome. That was a Freudian slip. <laughs> um, I can think of one gal in particular, and she was a nonstop complainer victim 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 every time she called me the energy would drain out of my entire oh, body no. i got so beat down on it after taking it for so long that i finally said to her i'll just say her name was karen let's just say karen <laughs> i'll say uh karen can i be honest with you i don't feel like i am delivering on your expectations because every single time you call me you are upset 
you're angry, you're frustrated, you're less than pleased. And you every I have to tell you, when I see your name pop up on my phone, I'm literally drained of energy and I can't do oh that. Oh my God, you say that. Oh, full out. And because it was so, so, so bad. Oh, wow. And I, so I was like, look, would you like me to find you another agent? No, Monica, I don't. Yeah, no, Love she's you. like, you know what? She was great. She's like, I am so sorry. Sometimes you just got to call people out on their shit. You do. If you do it in the right way, she was like, I am so sorry. You're right. I know you're on my side. I'm so frustrated. I'm so stressed. Also, my daughter just got diagnosed with cancer. Like, you know, something oh came God. out then. I was like, all right, we got to talk about this. I'm on your side. And the thing was fine from there on out. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't end up firing her. I tried fire and she got better. So, so, I I mean, you have to give him a chance. Right. But I think you make it, you make some good points here that I want to point out. It's like one, when, if it's not working for you, it's likely not working for them. And I think like that is in every relationship, right? Like with your friends, with your colleagues, with whatever. Right. And just, you were just like, look, this is a lot harder than it should be. And it doesn't feel great. So like, you're basically like, here's your, here's our choices. Like we can stop working together or we can make this better. But Mm -hmm. there are some clients that you don't want to give them the option of making it better because you're so over it. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the point where you either have to have that conversation. Like this is not working. I'm not helping you. It is going, do you have somebody else in mind that can help you? Or would you like me to find or somebody? Or would you like me to find somebody? And you yeah. just have to like cut it off and be done. Yeah. But for age, there's so many agents that want to be liked that this is a tough conversation. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> raising hand if you're not watching the video. I've ever met in my life. I but know. Like, how I did like you get over that? like need and desire to be liked versus like, I'm getting drained of all my energy. What was, can you give That's us a great point? question? Yes. This has only been later in my life in the last, I'd say four well, or five give years. Your shit meter has dropped. Is that what you I, mean? I give a shit meter has dropped. Not because, well, maybe some because of age. I think that happens in general, but mm-hmm. truly because as I've been coached and worked so deeply on my business and monetizing my time and understanding priorities and understanding how time works for me and how I can't do everything and get anything done. And if I want this life, I want, I've got to say yes and no to things. And if I'm saying yes to this client that is taking 100% of my mind space, I'm saying no to everything else. Right. And that like, when you put it on those scales like that, Mm -hmm. you have no choice, but to say no. And you've got to freaking pull up your big girl pants and figure out how to say the hard words to clients. And when you get the language, I've always said that I've said that with you a couple of times, it's just the language people need. Right. Um, one thing I say to clients where I feel like they're really upset with me, I'll say, can we have an honest conversation? Have you lost confidence in my ability to help you? Boom. That, that question opens up a very nice dialogue. Have you That's lost confidence? Because question. yeah, then yeah. it's not like, do you hate me? Do right. you, like, do you think I suck? It's, have you lost confidence in my ability to get your home sold? That's a great question. I asked it recently to a guy that we were having trouble selling his house in this market, believe it or not. I know because it was on a highway and it had some other things going on and, and we were, he was 
freaking frustrated. And so was I. And I said, have you lost confidence? If you have, like, let's have a real conversation about that. He said, Monica, I have not. I'm just so frustrated. That makes me feel better. Like, okay, now I know it's not me. Like, let's get back at this. Exactly. Exactly. No, I think that's a great question. And I think uh, to your point too, if you're saying yes to all these clients and you're feeling drained, you're probably like doing that in a lot of other areas of your life. And Mm -hmm. that's something to take a look at. Like, what do you truly value? Start Mm -hmm. with the end in mind, work backwards and start saying at least one no a day to something. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Or like one no a week or whatever, Mm -hmm. wherever you need to start, start. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Once you get on a roll, it's fun to say no. Be like, "Eh, no, no, no. Yes. And no is a full sentence, by the way. It is. You don't have to justify anything. That's right. That's right. And if you're having trouble with the words, I think we'd be open to like, just let us call, talk to one of us and we'll help you. Yeah, we can help you with the language. And I think really this may be a little too woo woo for some of our listeners, but others will absolutely believe this. When you are doing business like that and you have that energy in your life, that negative energy from a couple Mm -hmm. clients, that is what you will continue to attract because all you're saying to yourself is I hate this business. Clients are hard. They're difficult. This business is hard. That's just what you're going to get more of. And when you clean up your space and you clean that up, clean the right girl. Clean your house up, man. The right clients will come into your life. I mean, all clients are going to be difficult at some point, but when they're good people, can I share this real quick with you? I had a seller and the week before closing, the buyer lost their job. Oh, He lost it in a way. Did I mention this in another podcast? He lost it because the bank checked the box at the final employment check, checked the box that he would not be employed in the near future. That's how this buyer found out. He had no idea. He had no idea. And from the employment check from the lender, he found out. Was that a mistake? It's awful. I was like, can't the lender just check the box? Like, let's, let's, I mean, can't the the employer just check the box? Okay. But anyway, I go to my buyer who has partially moved or my seller who has partially moved out of the house with his brand new baby and his toddler and his wife Mm. postpartum. And um, I said one week, like, I'm sorry, the guys, they won't lend him the money. And I told him what happened. And you know what he said? He said, that is awful for that guy. That's how, that's how he found out he was losing his job. It is awful. What the hell? I know, but that guy did not say what the, oh shit. Like his first concern, overly concerned for this guy. They were both veterans. They were, you know, obviously both incredible people. And that's, that's the kind of client I want is my yeah, point right. that, and when you get some of that, you'll get more of that. If you, Exactly. Yeah. But I think you're speaking to too, like, who are you in business with? Who do you yeah. deal with? And if you're not like really, and if you don't know, if you don't have standards in your business and you feel like you're taking everything on really mm-hmm. like who, who are your top <laughs> clients in this last year? Who did you enjoy working with? Who are you friends with now? Like, And what do they have in common? And when you write those down and start like really thinking about like, okay, this, these are the type of clients who are my ideal client, then it'll be Mm -hmm. a lot easier to recognize that the people that aren't that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yes. I mean, if you're into affirmation, it's a really bad way to find out you lost your job. What the hell? That company is terrible. 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 Imagine that conversation. Like, uh, you got something you want to tell me? I know, right? Not only losing his job, but losing the house. He was so excited about getting yeah. one week from today. And a bunch of money trying to get. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's crap. All right, let's take All a right. break. Yeah. Let's take a break, yeah. Right. All right, when we come back, well, let's hear a word from our sponsors. And when we come back, we'll have the final punches. I have always had a coach and sometimes even two or three at the same time. But a couple of months ago, I was feeling stuck. Like I felt unmotivated or burnt out or something. It just wasn't right. And I knew that I needed to find a coach. So I started my search. I went all over the internet. I went to all the Facebook groups. I asked all my friends who they used. And I finally found John Kitchens. And since working with him, I have gotten my mojo back. He holds me accountable. He keeps me focused. He drives results. And I am excited to announce that he's stepped up and partnered with us on this podcast. So if you're looking to get your mojo back, head over to coachkitchens.com, click on book a call and use code fight club to get a free business assessment. Hi guys, it's Monica Weekly, the founder of ghostposter.com. Hey, have you ever wondered what should I post today? I know I need to post on Facebook about real estate. I just don't know what to post. If you've ever thought about that, ghostposter.com solves that for you. Fresh new ideas in your email every day and a library of hundreds of real estate related posts that'll help you earn more referrals, save time, brand yourself, get great engagement and eliminate all the stress. Go to ghostposter.com, use code Fight Club to get $50 off your annual membership. That's G-H-O-S-T-P-O-S-T-R.com. Welcome back. Let's get back to the battle inside the ring. Get it. Jen and I are talking today about should you fire, cl- fire clients? Agreed. Yeah. We stamp both stamp that. Yes, must. <laughs> Approved. If you do any level of business and you haven't fired a con- client, then I believe that you are probably like pimping yourself out in some way. I yeah. don't know. Something. No. I don't know. Something. And then the other part of the question was how to, how to do it. So Jen, like, give me a summary on your take on how is the best way to handle that situation, whether it be a seller or a buyer. The how part, it kind of starts at the beginning. It starts with the consultation. Like here's, here's how this process is going to go. Here's what I do. Here's what your expectation is for you to do, like have all the lights on, approve showings, like all this stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. So then if they're not a, I think like in that conversation and in that first meeting, you're getting like a weird vibe. I wouldn't take the listing. Mm-hmm. If you're not getting a weird vibe, then if you like on down the road, if something happens and it's like this, see, the conversation is then like, this seems weird and out of character. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. they can have a response. Right. Or if mm-hmm. you just see a side of them that you're like, no bueno, this ain't mm-hmm. happening. I'm done. Then mm-hmm. you got to figure out how to refer them out or, yeah, just break up. Yeah, or break up. My coach Hank Avent gave me great hey, hey. shout out to Hank. Hey. <clears throat> give me a great formula. I don't know if this is his formula or if he got it from somebody uh, for a tough conversation. So I'm going to share this today because I think this really could help you guys in formulating like what do I say to this client? Okay. And the formula is three steps. The first step is tell them how you're feeling. Like I'm having this feeling or I'm sensing this, or this is, you know, how I'm feeling right now. And the second thing is I'm open to feeling differently. And you actually have to be open to feeling differently than Mm -hmm. you are. Mm -hmm. And then the third step is tell me what I'm missing. So, Hey, Mr. Seller, I'm sensing your uh, frustration frustration with me. I'm feeling very frustrated with our partnership. Like something has changed. I am open to feeling differently about this, but I wondered, could you tell me what I'm missing? 
That's beautiful. But that's a great formula. Only if you are like that you do want to stay in relationship. I think the hardest ones are when you don't want to stay in relationship without. Yeah, right. And so is there a formula for that? Yes, I've come to who this. Uh, who does? <laughs> yeah, new How about I look? I had to make a hard decision last night in my business, and the decision is for you and I to part ways. I'm going to talk about what that looks like and how to do that. But your inability to freaking show your house in an appropriate fashion um, is preventing me from doing my job for you. And so, you know, I think you just have to fucking hit them in the eyeballs. Did I, know, I just that, drop an f bomb? Sorry. That feels a lot like it's about you. I don't know. I, I don't know. Well, it is about you. You're making a business decision and unapologetically, I have standards. You're not meeting them. Yeah. But I me. mean, it feels more like you're saying, yeah, like, I don't know. Isn't there a way to say that where it's like, I, I don't know. I feel like I would probably say this isn't working. We agreed that the house would be open for showings. And obviously you have some restrictions and I, I don't think that I'm able to sell your house with those restrictions. Do you have somebody else in mind that you can work with or do you want me to for you or have you changed your mind? Yeah. Right. You know, like, it, I don't know. I think like when you say like in my business, I had like, I don't know, that just like me, 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 me. And versus, like, well, but you just made a decision for yourself because he's not showing up in a certain way. You're right. walking away. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, you say whatever is comfortable for you. If if you, yeah, want to, you know, come at them. Great. If you want to make it all about you, great. If you want to balance in between, great. Hashtag team Monica. (laughs) I think the thing is don't mince words. Like be clear. Yeah. Be very clear because they're not going to hear your subtle hints at breaking up. Like be what it is. I'm sending over a cancellation. Would you like me to get another agent for you? I sense that this isn't going to end well if we continue on this path together. Is that a threat? This won't end well. (laughs) No, meaning like we're not going to be friends and I don't want to get there, you know? Oh, man. We'll still be friends. No, we can't because now I see you and you show me (laughs) I don't want to be your friend. (laughs) All right. So in summary, be clear. If you've made up your mind and you want out, be clear, swift, quick solutions. Try to save it for 25%. Get it. Otherwise, have the tough conversation to try to make it right. And that also means that you have to be willing to see things differently, I mm-hmm. guess. Mm-hmm. But like all in all, fire them. Yeah. Get them. Okay. All right. I guess that's going to have to be the end of today's battle. Anything else you want to add there, Marilyn? That's a lot. That's enough. All right. Good. If you enjoyed this episode or you have a, a an agent friend of yours that's had to do a tough firing or that should be doing a firing right now send it to them and and uh our facebook page Uh, that's real estate fight club podcast and also (laughs) on instagram we're doing some fun stuff over there so go check us out and follow us over on instagram as well yeah um and if you have a question about exp and you're thinking that it might be a good fit for you give us a call 513 What's my number? Oh yeah, 400, 1691. Or if you're just nosy, we'll talk to you about it. That's right. And stay tuned for the tiebreaker. Yep, tiebreaker. Here we go. See you next time. All right, I am here with my tiebreaker, Chris Jones. Hey, Chris. Hey, Jennifer, how's it going? Good, how are you today? 
I am quite fine. That's good. All right. So you are the founder of Gorilla Realty. And actually, we did a um, tips for realtors with you, a video about all the free apps and stuff that you design. But that's not what this podcast is about. But people have got to check that video out because you have like all kinds of cool stuff. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I, I appreciate it. That was a lot of fun. It was a pretty long video, but it's a lot of free tools. Anyway, okay. You ready for your tiebreaker question? I'm ready. What's the question? Should you ever fire a client? All right. So this one's a no brainer. The okay. answer is yet. Yet. The answer yet. is yet. <laughs> yet you can fire clients. Okay. But with a with a caveat. So I came, I'm the I'm the nerd who comes over prepared. I hope that's okay. And you know I have a penchant for giving away free stuff. Yeah. So I, I actually came with a little resource that realtors can use um, to fire a client. I don't know if that's helpful. Oh, yeah. Tell me, what is it? Well, I put together a, a memo. So everyone knows that the term, at least I think the term firing a client came from Tim Ferriss's for our work week. Is that right? Oh, I don't know. Okay. So I, that's where I was introduced to the concept. Before then, I thought, oh, you just take as many customers as you get. You just no. your life, right? Right. And that's how I always, that's how I always did business. That's how I always believed, you know, you gotta, you gotta get as many, many customers as you can. And that one was eye opening for me is Tim Ferriss says, look, sometimes you have high main, you got to apply the Pareto principle mm-hmm. to your clients and people who are taking a disproportionate amount of your time and energy, but who aren't, aren't creating the same disproportionate profit for you, you should fire them. And that was like, that blew my mind when I read that. Yeah. So in that book, he suggests uh, just sending them a simple, impersonal memo that lets them know that, look, due to a shift in our business model, we can no longer fulfill your needs. And so I put together the realtor version of that, of that memo. And I'd love to share it with anybody who's listened to the, the podcast. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Where can we find it? So I, I have it in a, in a shareable Google document and I'll just share it with you and you can put it maybe like in the show notes links or something like that. Okay. Yeah, that's good. We'll put it in the show notes. So if you're listening, it's in the show notes, but the answer is yes, you should fire clients. Um, when they're taking up a disproportionate amount of your time and they're not creating a disproportionate amount of commissions. But let me ask you a question. Okay. So, and as a real estate agent, many real estate agents are like solopreneurs, right? And so like, if you're doing, you know, 10 to 15 to 20 deals a year, how can you, how do you determine unemotionally, right? The amount of time that's disproportionate. Do you, do you know what I'm asking? Because you don't want to just all of a sudden be like, due to a shift in our business. And they're like, you're my friend. I know you like, that's not. Yeah. So this is like the Supreme court ruling on pornography. (laughs) They say, I can't, I can't define it, but I know it when I see it. Right. Right. So it's the same. I think every realtor intuitively knows when they want to fire a client. Yeah. Do you know why I think we wrestle over the decision? Why? because most realtors don't have enough customers. Yeah, generate so you don't have to tolerate. That's what I say. I've I've never heard that saying before, but I love it. I think that most realtors, if they constantly had multiple escrows, uh, multiple deals in the pipeline, they would have no problem firing a customer. And I think every realtor intuitively knows when to fire a customer. But the reason why we hold on for dear life is it's like, this is the only commission I've got working right now. So I know there's not a, 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 easy solution to this problem but i would recommend that 
you make sure that you're not dependent on any one client that comes through your pipeline so that you can dispassionately yes. when the time comes. And I, I like, we could, we could get into the, to the uh, weeds of it and try to define like, Oh, what, what's grounds for firing a client. But the truth is everybody knows when, when, you know, if, if you want to fire a client because they're asking you to work hard, I think the problem is with you, not with the client. Right. But if the client is, is inconsiderate, rude, nasty, friendly, mm -hmm. uh, those are the people that you should automatically fire because they're going to take an emotional toll on you. It's going to steal from other clients. Well, I think what a lot of people don't understand too is the idea of opportunity cost. It's not something that's taught in real estate school. It's only taught in business school. And so for those of you that don't know what it is, it's like you had mentioned there's an emotional toll, right? And so when you have this client that you know that you should not be working with and they could be your aunt, right? It could be your best friend. It could be a best friend's referral, right? But you know, you should not be working with them. I like your idea of like one is like, well, look at yourself and is the reason why you haven't fired them because you don't have enough escrows. That's a terrible reason, right? That's not a good reason. Right. And, and then second, like what is the opportunity cost of working with that client? Meaning what are you not doing? And we already know what you're not doing. You're not generating more leads. Right. Yeah. So that, you know, the old adage is uh, a big hand is worth two of the bush. Yep. Uh, but I think that sometimes we uh, overwork that adage. Yeah. Just, just because I have this client right here that it's worth, you know, going out, it's, you know, it's worth it. Um, the opportunity cost of going out and getting more clients. The truth is if you fired that client and it was your only deal that you had working, it would probably be the motive. It doesn't feel nice, but it's the motivation that you need to go yes. out and get other clients that are going to, are going to require as much. And the, where I've seen this most often is agents that tell me they've been working with a buyer for like years and shown them like 50 houses. And they're like, well, I've already been doing it. So now I'm just going to keep doing it. Oh my God. It makes me insane. Stop that's it. So that's the sunk cost fallacy, you know, that okay. just because have costs sunk in this uh, activity or whatever. Therefore, you know, it's like if you bought tickets to a concert and then realized you didn't want to go to the concert anymore, right? You go to the concert just because you paid money for the because then you're then you're taking two negatives. You spent the money and then you're and then you're right. enjoy, right? So you just cut your losses. And yes. so who cares if you show them a thousand houses at this point? If they're rude or nasty or they're not the type of client that you want to that you want to serve, right? Then you can fire them. Exactly. So um, the Jen and Chris business school will be taking place on, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> right, Chris, we should make one. Yeah, we should, we should do it. Let's do it. In fact, I think we're going to do it. We are doing it actually <laughs> coming up. Yeah. Well, we'll tell you more about it next week. Okay, peeps. Yeah, next week we'll do it. All right. Well, Chris, if somebody has a question for you, they want to get a hold of you. What is the best way? Or they want like whatever, if they want to learn more yeah, about like all these apps. Yeah, go to GorillaRealty.com. All of our apps, all of our free apps that we build for realtors are there. You can join our email list. Our email list is really awesome. We tell you about cool webinars that we're teaching. And uh, yeah, go to GorillaRealty.com and uh, learn more about us. Awesome. Always a pleasure. I appreciate you being on. Yep. Thank you. See ya.
Thanks for listening to this episode of the Real Estate Fight Club podcast. Make sure to hit the subscribe button so you get updates when new episodes are available. And we truly love feedback and would appreciate all likes, reviews, and suggestions for future topics.